The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. On Wednesday, September 16th, 2020, Tony and Tyler, after a big week one win. Ty, what do you say, Ty? Hell of a week. Hell of a week from the boys. I know. How about fucking Bill Belichick's mom died yesterday and he didn't even miss practice today? Yeah, that's it. No days off! (laughs) It's unbelievable. What dedication? You can't tell me that the team doesn't notice that dedication. Yeah, well, first of all, first of all, we should say family genes. Yeah, she was ninety eight. Ninety eight years. His dad yeah. was ninety eight years young. His dad was like ninety five when he got the uh, yeah the game report on him. Yeah, I remember them pouring on. I was like, "You're going to kill this man on yeah. the sidelines at the Super Bowl." <laughs> he loved it. He was an old Navy. Just they, for it. dude. He didn't go to Navy. He's not in the Navy, and they buried him at the Naval Academy. Boss, that's fucking yes. badass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got a, uh, their own library in the Naval Academy. He loves the Naval. The, the family just loves the Naval Academy. Yeah, I mean. Hey, first Annapolis, we should say nice, nice city. Th- thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to the Belichick group. Um, you can't tell me that fucking Cam Newton and the squad aren't noticing that dedication, though. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I, I think a day is fine, though. 
Yeah, like take no. a day though. I mean, I think, I, I think it'd make everyone uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, like, everyone like, exactly. Yeah, everyone's definitely weird. noticing. Like, yeah. he didn't go to his mom. His mom died yesterday. His mother. <laughs> he's not gonna. The one that birthed him, like his 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 gene- his genetic mom. Yeah, his real mom. He was birthed through her, and he's at practice. You know, someone's gonna raise their hand at the TV. Yo, man, if my mom's dies. Like. <laughs> I'm not showing up the next day. Like I <laughs> Let's won't get be here. Let, let, put that down on paper. Yeah. I'm not coming to practice. This is not like this is not mandatory, right? Like you're just you're crazy. Insane, <laughs> insane. Uh, but that, you lose Bel- You lose. Like you got to think about. It. You lost Bill Belichick's mom. You lose ninety percent of your coaching staff at this point. It's now Bill, Brian, Steve, whoever else. Jacob. Uh, is there a Jacob Belichick? It might be. Felt like Nike the dog. He yeah. he won't be there. It's a uh, wild. So week one, interesting. They uh, apparently outlawed the forward pass, which is good for us. No more forward passing in the NFL. It does help. It's so it weird. Isn't it so weird to watch a completely different offense now? Yeah, I mean, every pass he threw, the wide receiver was kind of wide open. Yeah. And even wide open, you're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna, shockingly like. I don't know if he's going to hit him. <laughs> yeah, every, I was nervous every time he threw it. I was like, this isn't going to be as good as it was. No. This isn't as good as it was. Because you just, you look at the guy, you look at Cam, and he's he's exciting to watch. But every time he runs, you get the same feeling as like when Tom Brady used to run. You'd be like, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Every single time. Yeah, except he's bigger than almost everyone tackling him. That's the issue because now he th- didn't we talk about this last time? Like he just thinks he could run through everybody, but you notice him like diving like unnecessarily a few times. I guess that's that's just in the- we never watched him, but like yeah. he was untackleable. Like he got on the outside and it was just he, I know he, was he ran huge, to the edge six five two fifty. That's like he's an not inch two fifty. He is two seventy. Might be, but he's he fucking is huge. In his heyday, Rob Gronkowski was 6'6", 265. I also don't believe that. Yeah, fucking, that is like, he's a, that, they're saying Cam Newton is an inch shorter and about 10 pounds lighter than Rob Gronkowski, the greatest tight end that ever lived, who is, Close. by the way, a fucking, sh- an absolute jamoke now. If anybody watched that, that game, I had high hopes. I, I said it, and I'll fucking, I will, I will own up to it here on the pod. That I was incorrect. I know it was one game, but I'm already calling it. I don't care if I get old takes exposed. I thought Rob Gronkowski was going to go for 1,000 yards, be wide open every play, unstoppable, full speed again. He was faking an injury two years ago. I watched him play against the Saints, and I was like, who is this bum on the field? Why are they letting him play? You have to be one of the most excited people for this, too. Yeah, I am. I love it. Not too many people were even giving drunk He couldn't. Get off the line. No, Malcolm he, Goat is not. not <laughs> Malcolm Goat is an anti-Rob Gronkowski the on the Buccaneers podcast. Out the thumb. And if you, you wouldn't know it if you came to my Malcolm Goat studios because <laughs> there's literally nothing but Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady memorabilia. Um, but I watched him go into a route from in line, right? There's like two plays in a row. He tried to block like an average D end. Couldn't do it. The guy just blew him back into the backfield. And then he tried to run uh, like a, a seam route or something, and he ran up, and they were still they're, they're still respecting him because they must have saw the hype video, same as me. So they were double teaming him with like a linebacker and somebody else, like maybe two linebackers, and uh, or a linebacker and a safety or something. And they just maybe three yards off the ball, blasted him in the chest, and he didn't move for the rest of the play. I was like, Jesus Christ, the guy is finished. I was looked at him. I was like, what? I like he's not going to make eight games. I had my biggest, um, 
I had my like my biggest tweet in history like blew up. I didn't even you know like sometimes to get like a big tweet viral you have to like tag someone or something like because no one's barely gonna see it, whatever. And I just wrote like Gronk, comma nothing, no ats, nothing. Gronk at halftime realizing CBD didn't heal all those broken bones and torn <laughs> ligaments. And then I did the uh, it was a gif of um, the Chappelle show where Ch- where Dave Chappelle is like oh. You expected better? Well, expect this. My resignation. Something like that. <laughs> and fucking blew up. Like fucking 700 likes, 100 retweets, something like that. Apparently, there's more than just one Gronk hater out there. I don't hate Gronk. Listen, trust me. The minute he hangs him up, I'm going to be the biggest Gronk fan in the world. But don't spit in my face and tell me it's rain, okay, Rob? Listen, he was there game one last year spiking the football where they, where they put up the banner all excitedly, like, hey, I'm all done, yay. And every, got the biggest round of, ovation, uh, round of applause I've ever heard, biggest ovation I've ever heard. And uh, he comes back like a year later. Yeah. Fucking annoying. And I, it just it made me a little bit ha- – I don't like anything happening to Tom, any fucking thing that's, you know, frustrating him down there or fucking, the, you know, playing poorly. That doesn't make me happy. Gronk playing poorly makes me happy because he thought that he could come back not be with meanie old uh, Coach Belichick. Like, like this is like a like an ex girlfriend of yours who's like, you know, what? fine. We we ended on good terms. It was fine. We all moved on. <laughs> but then you have to start dating this guy. Like this guy's not better than and you no. Know, whatever. She pretending he's happier. <laughs> yeah. Even though we know oh, she's fine. His dick's the size of a soda can. Big deal. <laughs> Never she, bothered me. She's definitely not happier with a new guy, but she's pretending she is just to stick it to you a little bit. Yeah. No, that I feels just, like it's going I just on. hated. I just was watching. I was like, look at him. Can't even run. It was it was off. It was like he, he wasn't. He was one of the worst players in the offense. It looked. I mean, the whole team is a clusterfuck. The mo, like Tom Brady has to be coming into practice, being like, uh, "Like guys, are we gonna jump off sides every play?" Or like, what? Where is the dedication and the discipline in this team? Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, and then Bruce Arians trashing trashing them in public, and you and you, like all the Johnny fucking Foxborough shit, like. Giselle was mad because Tom, uh, like, you know, didn't get the respect he deserved. Well, Bill Belichick never fucking told Tom Brady he was, uh, it was his fault for throwing interceptions in the fucking media. And his fault they lost in 20 much. years. Yeah. Thought he was going to get a, little, a different quarterback than he got. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, yeah. Oh, what do you say? He's like, well, I mean, he looks like Tom Brady in practice. And, like, there wasn't, a, you know, like, basically he said, like, I got it right. Like, I don't see why Tom couldn't figure it out. We knew what they were going to do. And in fact, you know, I mean, that, that can't sit well with the GOAT. I mean, fucking Bruce Arians, you stink. Our offense was good in practice. Like, that's not – everyone's well, like, offense is good in practice. Yeah. That's how practice works. You make it look good at some point. Yeah. I don't know. At some point, like, if they don't go on a tear – I know it's only game one, and I'm sure that Tom Brady is going to go, like, and just rip through, like, a nine-game winning streak at some point. But, like, that has to annoy him. There's no reason. Like, he, wait, he went 20 years, like, getting coached really hard – and like having nothing said in the media and nothing like that crazy to go one game lose and have your coach say like you kind of, you basically sucked like it was your fault. Who's their backup? I don't know. Because it, Gabbert, it, I think, is one of them. And be, I know they got Josh Rosen like on the practice squad. They did just get you. It would be hilarious if they went like zero three and then Arians they started talking about benching him. Yeah, like, like in the media. Just yeah, just completely goes like out of his mind. Look, if he doesn't play better, I don't. I don't know what to do. I mean, they're winning up seventy points a game, and he keeps trying to blame Brady on <laughs> all the team's failure. Trades him at the trading deadline. What do you? Uh, what do you think about the Patriots? Uh, I was. Uh, I was. I mean, listen, both games. I'm not even talking about Patriots and Bucks. I expected the Patriots to beat Miami with whomever was quarterback. 
I well, expected the Bucks to lose. I mean, lose. they did lose this game last year. Right, exactly. They did. But, again, I still expected them to win that last year, too. I mean, the, they, they got better. They got a way better defense. But, uh, you know, they didn't know what to expect out of the Patriots. So it was kind of like they were going in blind, even though they have a better defense. Their Do offense they? is still shit. Oh, they have a better, oh, you meant better defense than they did last year. The, yeah, the Dolphins. I mean, they yeah. took, what, two of our best players, or one of our best players, and then another good one. And they added uh, the top cornerback in free agency. Um, they already had one of the top 10 cornerbacks. So, like, but the problem is we don't throw anymore. So it doesn't really matter no. what cornerback you have. See, now a lot of these, um, a lot of these, like the, the, the AFC East defenses were built the last 10 years, whatever. Well, they've been built building for the last 20 years. And every single time it was building like a secondary first in like a middle of the D line. It was never like, yeah, Buffalo's you know, secondary is loaded. It was always to, like, stop the pass and, and beat Brady, always, right, to win the division. And now we're just a completely different offense. I mean, they really did just pound the ball the entire— The whole like time. like they could, like, old-school pop on and never throw the ball. They the didn't have—do they have a negative play in the game? Cam got sacked. Well, besides a sack, I mean, like, a running play. Oh, no. Not, well— it was weird because the running backs didn't look that great. I mean, we really? rushed for a while. I was, uh, I was impressed. I was pleasantly su- uh, impressed. Well, surprised by every running back that went out there. I feel like every single one of them looked good. Sony had like an average game. He, he did scored fine. the touchdown, but did, yeah, JJ Taylor looked like a stud. He looks like he'd be all right, dude. They have like they're gonna have once um, Damian Harris comes back, they're gonna have like five legit stud running not studs, but like five usable good running backs. I thought the receivers looked good. I did too. For what they had to do, I mean, really, at this at this at this stage in the uh, this new offense, it is block and catch a slant, because like, you're, yeah. you're going to be wide open. Because Cam is going to just you know he's going to uh, play action, and all of a sudden turn around and everyone's be like, well, he's not running this time. And Julian Edelman was open by 35 yards. Like it's not going to be like last year, uh, where like Brady had to sit back in for 10 minutes and. And survey the secondary to see and wait for somebody to come open. Even the uh, the tight ends looked okay. Yeah, that bum. They only play. I don't even think they played anybody but Izzo, like no, no, no. in a passing down. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, like Cam Newton, fifteen for nineteen. Uh, Edelman dropped one. Two of them were batted at the line. So I mean, you're talking about. 18 of them. I can't tell you what the 19th one is, but I can tell you right now that 18 out of 19 were dead on target, probably. Um, you know, 155 yards. Perfect. That's all we need yeah. out of you. Ran for 75, two touchdowns. Sony Michelle, you know, 10 for 37, 3.7 average. Rex Burkhead, four. Harry points. had a good game. Besides that I, one fumble. That's what everyone's saying this. I, I said Harry had a good game, too. He made. You know, five good catches. Yeah, didn't he, drop anything. He had like the worst play you could possibly have. But besides yeah. that, he had I mean, like a, the rest of him was he was good the whole game. People forget that. And if he, if he holds on to that, runs. I mean, he's yeah. all of a sudden we're talking. Is Harry the best? Yeah, ra- exactly. <laughs> it's it. Well, that's just the whole thing. Is it's after a win, it's always the fucking the uh, hot take week. It doesn't it's a hot take week around here anyway. It doesn't matter what it is. But like, if if Cam threw for four hundred yards. Can Cam even run anymore? Like, does he even run? Like, like, why do you throw so many incompletions? It's just, they just got to find the most negative thing they can find. And it's clear, like, they want to. They always want to jump on somebody until, like, that person proves them wrong. So anybody who's a first-round pick, they're going to destroy 
until that first round pick looks like they're good. You know what I mean? Like Sony Michelle has been the whipping boy for three years, and then they just like we're like, yeah, fuck it. You know what I mean? I and don't now know we're on to Nikhil Harry. He gets so much shit. Like I don't understand. I don't because he's cause not great. It, sure, it's always but. the who was drafted behind him argument. You know what I mean? But with running backs, that's the dumbest thing ever. Well, then you could always say like, why ever draft a running back anyways? Because yeah, they're all they're all the same as basically. But, but I think that a lot of it had to do with Chubb being good and them being on the same college team and the shit and that whatever and like Chubb being a little you know who don't, I mean Chubb's better than him now I guess I don't know but I mean Sony Michelle does what he's supposed to do he's yeah. not, he doesn't like fuck up you know what I mean like he doesn't no he just hasn't really been he can't catch breaking really out, it, but like, he never could in college he could that's what's weird I don't remember him ever catching anything I just remember him catching one pass for a touchdown in the championship game was it like a swing pass? Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. he broke it for like 80 yards. And t- he was, was awesome his last year at Georgia. He was a machine. Yeah, and I mean, he was he's fucking good. He had an unbelievable rookie year. Insane. And his maybe the best playoffs, definitely the best playoff of any Patriots running back. But then when you have a good, when you play well, it's, well, you know, anyone can do that to. for the Patriots. And then yeah. when you play bad, it's like. He's a bum. Well, what do you, yeah. What's, Why what, would they draft well, him? Well, isn't that the Patriots' fault? Because he only gets credit. Yeah. He doesn't get any credit when they do well. Belichick gets the credit. Yeah. And then when he does bad, it's because he sucks. Yeah. Why can't it doesn't can't go both ways? It depends on who you listen to. You gotta listen to people that have like played the game. Like it, it makes no sense to listen to like Felger and Maz or fucking, you know, Skip Bayless. Uh, you know, any of these guys. You have to listen to the guy like Chatham or fucking Brewski, guys that break down the teams that have actually played. They, they would never be like, Sony Michelle sucks. They wouldn't say it. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Sony Michel scores touchdowns. He runs straight. He, he'll make two people miss. You know, he fucking has bad knees. I don't know. Maybe it was a bad pick because he had bad knees. I'm fucking, who knows? But he's fine. I think he's fine, too. I think he's playing his balls off. He had one game, and he fucking showed up. You know what I mean? I mean, he didn't have the greatest average, but again, the fact that he can't catch the ball is like the only knock on him that I can think. Because every time he's in, you know he's getting the ball, and he's running straight. Who is going to have more interceptions this year? J.C. Jackson or Gilmore? Oh, man, that's so hard to say because I would say J.C. Jackson because nobody throws to— You can't throw at Gilmore. Gilmore, and but Gilmore except for apparently Ryan Fitzpatrick because he threw at him like 27 times. And, and you know Josh Allen's going to do. So yeah, we'll Josh Allen, if he can fucking be close enough to the receiver, yeah, doesn't maybe. Give a f- Josh Allen does not give a fuck who you are. He's just no. slinging the ball He's around. a fucking—he's like an old five, just slinging. Yeah. He doesn't care who it is. No, he's Slinging. I don't know. I have a— uh, Gilmore, I mean, this seemed like they played a lot of zone. He was, like, trying to attack Devontae Parker early because he fucked it, like, beat him so badly in the last game. And it seemed like he was beating him a few times this time, too. Devontae Parker, we got kind of lucky. They got lucky that uh, he got hurt. Yeah, he, he was, I mean, he made, like, four catches, right? And then he came out of the game. Never played again? No. They don't have anybody else. Again. Yeah, he was doing, he didn't go any, do anything deep, but, like, he was, like, Open and I felt like it was his own, but maybe it wasn't. And they kept drawing flags. Like he was yeah. just, he's just good. He's, I mean, it took him, f- which uh, a perfect example for Nikhil Harry, by the way. Devontae Parker was garbage for three years. And then all of a sudden last year he was good. He just lit it up. Yeah. All of a sudden, he was last year he was good. And this year he seems to be the same. But they, I really like that kid, Jakeem Grant, on the Dolphins. I think he would be a perfect Patriot. He's that little shifty guy. He, he tore his ACL last year. But he, the like, running back? No, he's a wide receiver. He's like a short guy. He's from Texas Tech. He's like, uh, he's very, I don't know how tall he is. He's like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, he didn't do much. He got th- he went 3 for 25 in this game. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. He's so shifty. I think he would be a perfect Patriot. Who knows? But um, back to Cam. Uh, interesting. I'm just nervous. I, I get nervous watching him throw. Uh, you could tell, like, he's still learning everything. Like, he was blitzed so clearly on the on, on one of the first uh, series. I was like, this guy's coming over left guard. Even I'm, like, watching it, like, a, hammered on my couch. I'm like, this guy's coming over left guard. Cam, what are you going to do? Just didn't switch any. Like, looks right at him, doesn't switch anything. The guard pulls and gets sacked within, like, a quarter of a second. You do miss the, like, just knowing Brady was... Being aligned, yeah. Just, just perfect. It yeah, was, like, just, exactly what you should do every time. Like, So, yeah, you're going to have to watch a lot of, like... It's going to take a lot of more classroom work, more than field work, you know what I mean? Cam seems like he's got the offense down, or his offense, you know what I mean? This new Josh McDaniels offense, which is basically the, like, the Jacoby Brissett offense that they invented that one week that he had to play. Cam is gonna, Cam's gonna put up, what, eleven hundred yards this year, rushing. No. Yeah, I would say if we're gonna go somewhere, I'm gonna say he's gonna run for about seven hundred yards, and he's gonna throw for like three thousand max. He threw for one hundred and fifty-five, and they won by ten, and they could have won by twenty-five if Nikhil Harry scored that touchdown. The game was over, and it would have been, and we missed a field goal. That's ten points. Well, don't. So they would, it would have been thirty-one. Don't count those points. Yeah, we're never going to count be, those points. There's going to be a lot of they missed the field goal weeks. Let's, you know what? And I'll also eat my hat again because I've been barking about Steven Gostowski, and I checked his stats the next day. He missed three field goals and an extra point in his debut with the Titans, oh, but he fun. did kick the game winner. So, to each his own, I guess. I mean, I, 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 uh, I just don't know. I mean, how these kickers? It's so weird to have a bad kicker. Because they've had the best kicker for 25 years. They've had the only two Hall of Fame kickers of the last 30 <laughs> Ever. years. <laughs> I don't know. They, people say that he's not a Hall of Famer. How can you not be a Hall of Famer? I don't he get it. He has all the like the records. He Well, he's got, what, most points besides Vinatieri, basically, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he's got he, – I think he has some of the most uh, points in the playoffs, shit like that. He's got a lot he of the crazy highest, records. Uh, he had the highest percentage uh, for, like – 50 plus for like a 10 year period or something yeah. like that. Like he was the number one kicker. Over. I think that people just don't care about kickers. It's very fucked up. Like well, there's only three that should be in the hall. Like they got that one Anderson's punter in, from right? Oakland. Yeah. Ray got, they named awards after him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was him. There's, are there other punters? That are gonna I think he, the, I think he's the only punter. I think George Blanda is in there, but he's also he was also a quarterback and a kicker. I'm trying to think of some great punters from back in the day. I can't really remember a great punter from what's a punter. I uh, I know that Shane Leffler was a good punter. Uh, I mean, the Oakland had that dude that was Janikowski. Dancing. That's Lef- Leckler is who I'm trying to say. Leckler. No, he was recently they had that guy who's the black punter who was Mark King. Yeah, and he, he was wasn't even in the league him. anymore. I know. I don't know. How, he was like the best punter of all time. <laughs> like he was pinning him. Inside the one yard line, like every time, like it was nothing. I feel like any time a punter wants a raise, it was like, nah, fuck that. We'll just get another guy. I think, yeah. It's I think that just has a lot to do with it. Like, you can't, you you just have to, like, accept you know, set, yeah, money. you just have to accept whatever they give you. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be uh, out of the league. That you know guy was mean? close to getting endorsements. Yeah, he, had a, a he definitely had Nikes on and shit. Yeah. 100%. But, like, I, it, that's exactly what it is. Like, the guy, like, Ryan Allen was almost the fucking MVP of the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and they cut him immediately. Yeah. Like, he was so good in the Super Bowl that they were like, he might be the MVP of this game. He was pinning the Rams inside the 10 all game. Like, yeah. I, the, the Rams didn't even get, I don't even think they got, 
past midfield for like three quarters because of him. If you were to blur out the back of the jersey yeah. and you know the number and the name, you would have no clue the punter next year was a different guy. I really <laughs> like, don't. Like you if, wouldn't notice it at all. The Patriots have won six Super Bowls. I could name you probably, you know, and I've watched them pretty much every single game since like 94, nine, maybe 93. Four, probably 94, I'd say, is I've watched them pretty much every single game. And uh, I'm going to tell you that I can name maybe four punters we ha- ever had. I t- Honestly, before you said Allen, I couldn't. I'm going to go. If I, don't I, know if the if I was to go right backwards, now. I'm going to go Bailey Allen. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Bailey Allen. I know they had that kid from Michigan. I'm trying to think of it by holder because usually the punch is the holder, but I get nothing. Uh, fuck. I'm done. I got Ken Walter is one. Who? Uh, Tom Tupa. How far ago is that? That was like 98. Who's punting right now? Bailey. Jake Bailey. Stud. Oh, he's, he's right now. He's a punter. He's, so I know him. I know Ryan Allen. Uh, Ken Walter, I remember. Ryan Allen was He, he kicked in a couple Super Bowls. Ken Walter. Um... I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. Tom Tupa. They're always, always usually good. Yeah. I mean, Belichick. I mean, they're, I they're all the same. everyone's punter is always good. Is it, which is interesting. Yeah. This is a whole – this is like a thing. Like, I could tell you, like, if I watch the game, I'm like, oh, yeah, there he is. Like, I'll, I'll remember them immediately. It's similar to me. Like, I was telling my wife the other day. I was like, I don't know uh, the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. Or ever. Did I? I don't think I did. I don't know if I ever memorized it. I think I just could sing it because other kids were singing it. Man. Yeah, you just know like that. I just know Indivisible. I swear to God, if you didn't, if you weren't with me, I wouldn't even get the first word. No. Yeah, once you start getting, once someone starts saying it, like you pick it up real quick. I ask you all here on Malcolm Go podcast. Go ahead, without looking up the lyrics, do the Pledge of Allegiance right now. Go. I can't do it. If you're sitting at home doing the Pledge of Allegiance, it's. You can't do it's, it anyway. And also find a flag. Yeah. Just go. Don't home. disrespect it. Um, um, yeah. So how do you feel about cutting the cord? I love cutting the cord. I cut you the had cord. No problems with the game? No. And this this actually I got this uh, this podcast sponsored by YouTube TV. Uh, I was going to bring it up in a little bit, but go to YouTube TV, folks. Cut the cord. Get rid of Comcast or whatever you got. Uh, it's so much worth. It. I save sixty dollars a month. I upped my internet. I'm telling you, Comcast is fucking me with the internet. I'm telling you right away. Oh, yeah. I got so. 600 megabytes per, like, you know, whatever. That's, like, download speed. Um, you get that for approximately three seconds after you re- restart your modem, and then it just goes right down to, like, 40 megabytes, 50 megabytes. That is the biggest horseshit. They sell it's you internet, and you, and you can never get it. No. It's like, yeah, sorry. There's one other person 12 houses down the street using it. So Yeah, he's got all of that internet. <laughs> yeah, so I have – I got 600 and it might be slower than when I had 300 with my TV. I tell you, if I got the cheapest TV ever, I'm, I bet my internet would be faster. I think they're just fucking me because I took the TV away. You know what? Like, I don't, I don't have cable either. Yeah. And I'm realizing that was like about, I don't know, a good 90% of the relationships I had with any like <laughs> older relative was like, hey, turn on Channel 4. And you're like, no, I don't have it. They're like, oh, what? we can get you a TV. Like... What do you mean? They think you're poor. Like, I've got a Zenith. Yeah, I got offered an antenna. They're like, yeah, just put the <laughs> antenna. It's like, no, it's not that I don't have Do you have any tinfoil to put on the ends of your bunny ears? I don't want Channel 4 no. is the problem. <laughs> Please just leave me out of it. Yeah. I lo- I've cut. I don't only cut cords. I've cut everything. I'm off of fucking Facebook. I'm off of uh, cable. I don't go on 
uh, I go on Twitter. I mean, that's ninety nine point nine percent of my life. Yeah. But Instagram, I don't go on ever. I need to. I don't. My cousin had a baby like a week ago, and I had no idea. And I don't know if she's mad at me or what, but I didn't say congratulations. I don't want to, anything to do with anybody, I feel like, anymore. Yeah, you, at some point you start getting, like, are you required to, if you see something on inf- or Twitter, or, like, no. are you required to bring it up? Like, are you, do I have to text people on the side now about things? Like, yeah, I mean, I, don't I guess. I don't, you don't see it. anybody anymore. So it's like, if somebody you, you're close to, you like, has a baby or does I something. Guess a cousin, yeah, I had a cousin call me, they're like, yeah, I haven't talked to you in... Six months. And I was like, I didn't notice. (laughs) That doesn't matter to me. I mean, I'm still here. Not dead yet. Now you're saying it? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. None of my cousins want to talk to me is the difference. It's just a whole different. Like, my family is starting to spread out. It used to be, and I feel like it was partly my fault, was uh, like, you know, it was my family super, super close. And just growing up, we were just always together. And I have a huge, huge family. I have my my, uh, grandparents had six kids, and they all had fucking... All of them had three or four kids of their own. So I had like, whatever, I had like 18 cousins. I'm the oldest. And um, so I got married first. I had kids first, all this shit. And then everyone's like expecting me to like, you know, because all growing up it was, okay, everybody goes to this kid's birthday party. Everybody goes to their fucking graduation. Now I was just like, I'm not inviting all these. I got fucking 20 cousins. What am I going to do, invite them all and all their kids? Yeah, that's Uh, it. So I cut it off. And I think everybody's mad at me about it. But I whatever, I just did it. Wait, you don't have... You don't have a party for your kids in Oh, I do, but I just don't invite my family. I invite my brother's kids and that's it. Yeah, but that's kind of like you're not going to your dad's cousin's party. No, exactly. That's what I said. But they expected it. They were all expecting They're like, "Okay, like I like I had Thanksgiving yeah, at my th- house and they'd be like, "Why aren't you having th- why aren't you coming to Thanksgiving at Papa's anymore?" He's like, "Cuz there's 7,000 of you and it gets to be 900 degrees in the basement and I get maybe uh, uh, a teaspoon of mashed potatoes at the end because I just don't make a big deal out of it. Who I'm, I'm not doing it, all right? Do you have other cousins that have? Well, yeah, now you have I have cousins, so cousins. many That's cousins a lot that of have people. I have cousins that have multiple kids, and they're all the same age as my kids. But I, I just don't. I don't have it in me to invite everybody because then it becomes my wife wants to invite her cousins' kids if I invite my cousins' kids, and it's like, okay, now we have seven hundred people at this two-year-old's birthday party that I didn't want to be at to begin with. Yeah, it's it just you know I, I think you're I think you're doing the right thing. I think so too, but I, I get blamed for it. And I can like, feel it. I do. I don't. No, it's like, over get me. Dom and Frankie. No, get them. Them out too. Of here. Fuck yeah. them too. They're off. Awesome. You're not invited, Frank. <laughs> I'm gonna invite nobody, and I'm gonna have a fucking. Uh, uh, we're gonna have zebra cakes, and that's all you're gonna eat. And fucking, that's our my new family thing. You do know what the big issue is? Cut everybody off. Cut the cable. Is that your grandparents are still around? Well, I go and visit. No, but not that. It's that. Because well, that's they're, part of the burden. They're still alive means that you kind of have to. It. Like your your family still hangs out like that, so they you do. still have to kind of invite them to things. Well, trust me, no, they. All right, so I invite my grandparents sometimes to birthday parties, and then I had to stop doing that because I like. Oh, they get to talking. It, it's just a thing. It's just you don't realize. I, old I you know how many gossip. times I had to take the phone call because I uh, I would post a photo of like my daughter's birthday party on Instagram, and then like my aunts would see. The only times I had to take that call, your aunt would call you. And no, say, they'd call my mom. And my mom would call me. How many times I had to take that phone call? Give me wait. four or five anyway. Wait, I wait. have I've I've got my son's five, my daughter's three, so I've taken that call eight times. <laughs> every year they say Oh yeah. They call up and they complain they weren't invited? Yes. Every time. 
And I they don't invite my kids to the birthday party, and you don't hear me complaining. Yeah, that's weird. This I don't even know if they strange. have birthday parties. They might just leave me out on purpose because I don't do it. But you but they the don't first know that one. I, I love that. You're the first one. I, exactly. So you set precedent. I set the tone. That's what my football coach would say. You got to go in there and fucking set the tone. So I set the tone. This is eye opening. This really is. You got to get used to it, dude. Uh, uh, listen, with 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 the burden of being the eldest, most beloved grandchild, you also have sides? to take the heat. What? You're the oldest on both sides. Both sides got to take the heat all over the place. Yeah, yeah but the other do, side is the other side is fairly distributed throughout the country, so that's not as much an issue. I have uh, two cousins. I got what? Four cousins on that side. Three of them live in the south, I and always, one of them lives in Riviera. I always think it's just yeah. Yeah, just her. And she comes. She's allowed to come. But it's just so small. It's so easy. Yeah, it's, it's no disrespect. Yeah. I mean, she's by herself. I mean, what am I going to do? Leave her alone? No, yeah, I can't that's do that. Very, yeah. At that point, if you were alone, if there's a divorce, <laughs> and yeah. the kids are with, you know. The what am I going to do? I'll invite you over. But as long as you're still married, yeah, I can't have I can't here. do it. Can't no. do it. But, like, you know, everyone's, if I have, like, a big party, like, say I have, like, a, a 4th of July party or, like, a St. Patrick's Day party, I'll invite some cousins. Come on over. We'll have some beers. Enjoy yourselves. But yeah, I'm not inviting all your kids to my birthday parties. No, that's just a it. whole thing. That was just, yeah, it's just too much. Like, I mean, why do we always have to be together? Like, I see you at Christmas. Does we always have to be like forever? Is this forever now? Because because <laughs> we have the same bloodline, we have to all we just forever need to be like sitting on the couch next to each other, doing for the same games and the yeah, same like what? Like all right, yeah. Oh, well, what happened since last year? I, I don't know. I, same thing I do every year. Wish I was dead. I don't know. <laughs> things are getting worse. <laughs> things, things are spiraling down. Like you saw me at my peak when I was like seven and had nothing to worry about. Now I'm 34. I got nothing. I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> You're seeing me get progressively worse. How can you want to see this more? No, no. This all this is all making a lot of sense. Yeah. Plus, it's just too, too many kids. I kids' birthday parties overwhelm me. Like I don't know. Have your birthday party at. A place? Bon- bonkers or yeah, something. so you have to clean. Uh, it's miserable. It's nothing worse than cleaning shit and setting shit up. Setting shit up is a nightmare. Awful. I don't, it's just tables. Everything's a table. But here's what you do. We need a cake for the cake. Go get a really nice light folding table. It, it changes. Oh, it it does change. Yeah. And then you, But you see it and you're like, I don't really need to spend the money on that. No. It's a whiff. Like a table's like forty eight dollars. You're like, we're gonna need forty eight dollars. Where, where am I gonna store this table? Yeah. And then you, it, it's there's so many things. I do that all the time. It's like I things I need, and I'm like, I just don't want to buy that. Maybe that makes me cheap. I don't know. No, those are things you like want to steal. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, steal I, it. I, if, if it wasn't so big, 20, I'd steal tables. If this was twenty, I would pay for it gladly. But I don't want to spend forty eight dollars for a table. No, as I was <laughs> discussing with you earlier, that I've built my Iron Paradise gym in my attic, and uh, I only have. Tens, uh, twenties, and thirty-pound weights. So I hunt on Craigslist for like weights, and uh, everything. Like first of all, every store is sold out of dumbbells and shit like that everywhere. So you can't buy them anywhere. The Bowflex ones are like super expensive. The ones that click and are like all the weights. So those are super expensive, and like people are selling those online for like four times what they're worth, like seven hundred dollars and shit. It's fucking bananas. So like I found a guy in town that's selling like 40s, 50s, and 60s, just regular ones. No big deal. It's like 60s. And um, <laughs> and he's all, he wants $2 a pound for, for weights. And I'm like, they're just weights. Like I'm going to use them maybe once a week, and I'm going to spend fucking $160 for a pair of 40-pound dumbbells. I'm like, I just – 
I gotta find something that just weighs 160 pounds, like weighs 40 pounds. I'm not spending 160 down dollars on fucking two weights. It seems insane. Yeah, here's the problem. Give up. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know what's weights? cheaper? You're Cheeseburgers. In, you're in your mid-30s. Get two kids. Don't think it curl. hasn't crossed my mind. The <laughs> minute I stop, Tyler, I'm fucking dead. When was the last time you picked something up? Like, you needed to pick something up. Never. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had to do that. <laughs> Wait, when have I, like, when has anybody needed me to carry something heavy, yeah, yeah. like, around? My aunt, yeah. again, a thing, another family burden. That's what I get. I get fucking phone calls to come move credenzas. So why? What's a credenza? It doesn't matter. It's a big piece of furniture. It sounds awful. <laughs> uh, armoire, for example. An armoire is a whole... That's... And my family is notoriously cheap. So it's like, okay, I've had this armoire since 1971. Uh, can we just move it into the basement? And then also in a week, we're going to move it back just for no reason. And this oh, is yeah. a true story because like my aunt was like... It's not a nice one. It's not antique. It's like she got it at Marshall's in 1976, and she was like, this is this fits the room. I like it. And she's like, I'm going to get my fours redone. I was like, all right. And she lives on uh, the worst part. It's not. It's just the worst thing in Revere. It's like the, the craziest house ever. So like a three-family house, usually the, you know, the ground floor is at street level, and then houses go up. Hers goes down. So it's fucking crazy. So like – her her master level is at ground ground level, but she's the top. I love these. So houses. she goes. You have to go down a side deck to get like to the second house and the third house. You know this Wait, apartment. She doesn't, she doesn't live. There's people that live below her. Oh yeah. Oh, I never. Yeah, knew that. always. And it's fucking bananas. So like it's impossible. The decks. The deck was built 300 years ago out of toothpicks. And uh, my aunt would be like, okay, I'm getting the floors done. Can we just move this armoire? And me and my brother Dominic, the weakest human being on planet Earth, are like, okay, let's do it. And fucking – so I walk down the stairs, you know, trembling because 600 pounds of weight's on my chest and half of it's hanging out over this deck. And I'm trying to bring it down and I'm stumbling and I'm slipping. And my aunt's behind me. She's fucking 65 years old with her left like palm on my hand. Like she's going to stop me if this thing fucking comes with me. You know, like this left hand of this old nurse is going to stop me from anything. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. And, she, and we finally get it down. And then she'd be like, okay, after the floor's done, we're going to bring it back. I'm like, no, let's burn this to the ground. Yeah, just get a new one. What if we just burnt this house and took the insurance money and moved? Oh, yeah. You should really, you should break it. I hate being that guy. And then I also feel to be like, like I can't be like, no, I'm not doing it. Because you can't. No, you can't. She only has a daughter. She doesn't have a husband. Her tenants won't help. No. So it's me. And yeah, that's and you're it. stuck. There's nobody else. No. And like, I don't know. I did, it's just a notorious. It's not. It's just the shit. It's not. It's like if that was. If this that was how, antique from. By eight, the way, this is how Brady felt last year with his offense. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's just me. I get the whole dresser. <laughs> I'm carrying the whole Why? fucking. Thing. I'm carrying this fucking uh, this armoire on my back. You know, you guys could pay movers, but no. Instead, <laughs> just have me do it. I'll fucking. Except it's me, Tom Brady, doing this with fucking uh, Nikhil Harry. This 1978 uh, fucking armoire that's no good. My mom called me. So on Sunday for the game, I got Hooters. It was a nice little game day treat, game one. So I got some Hooters wings and uh, brought them home. And my mom came over. She popped over for the game. I was like, didn't expect her, whatever. She brought over some cookies and shit. So I was like, all right, hey. And uh, she noticed we had a bunch of celery, which, you know, comes with wings. And uh, 
She never said anything to me. So the next day, she calls and says, oh, no, do you still have that celery? I was like, what? <laughs> I said, like, what? She said, do you still have the celery? The celery from Hooters? Yeah, I'm making chicken salad. They want to use that celery. Like, ma, I threw that out. It's like it's fucking celery. It's a cent a fucking gal. Like, a, you could get 300 pounds of celery for one cent at the store right now. And... And she's just like, no, but I, why would you throw? I know you throw stuff. I was like, it's celery. You always throw out celery. You use what you use. The rest goes in the fucking trash immediately. It's like notoriously like the, the least expensive vegetable. It's the most, least expensive like you buy, thing on earth. You buy, if you need to use one stick of celery, you buy a, a whole barrel of celery. <laughs> you get, <laughs> you stick your hand it. into the fucking into the the the, the cooler the at the, the the cooler at the grocery store. Whatever sticks to your hand is what you buy of celery. And she's asking me if I had the extra from Hooters, which like that's the be- like their fucking organic farming. It's fucking the shit that <laughs> fell off the truck with the buffalo sauce. And it's yeah, it's just sixty eight cent yeah for all of that. The world's cheapest vegetable, world's cheapest everything. There is other worse than going to the store for the supermarket for one thing. You're in there, you just want to fuck it. I hate the supermarket. I, I spend can't. you. Is it? Is there anything easier to spend a hundred a hundred dollars on? You just go and I mean, you don't have kids yet, so it's a little bit easier. But the minute you go, your wife's like, "I need orange juice and uh, yogurt," and, and then the the list does, gets to like ten things. And by by the time you get it all, your card is like all the way full. You're like, all right, I didn't do so bad. And then you go and pay, and it's 180 dollars. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't buy any. And you look at it, and she's like, this is shit. This, like, I you know you're just a shitty parent because you're just looking at it and it's like Doritos, pizza, goldfish, not a fruit to be seen, no. not a vegetable to be seen, nothing, butter. It's just so much easier to give kids packaged that. garbage. Yeah. It's it's already ready in his hair. Just take it. Just yeah. fucking eat this. Squirt this to your face. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, my kid just wants to eat like the ketchup. Like, just give him the ketchup, and he's fine. <laughs> if I could give him, if I could teach him to eat ketchup with a spoon, I'd be happy. Like that would be literally it would make my day. Uh, today I had my uh, we had the orientation first first day kindergarten on the computer, fucking disaster. This is not going to go well. Sonny's not crushing. Crushing? Dude, they fucking, like, it's going to be bananas. Uh, I don't know how it's going to work out. I mean, literally, we might have to pull him out of school. I can't even see. I can't see a scenario where this kid's going to sit still. Like, Unless I can inject him with Adderall, like, basically on the hour, this isn't going to work out. No, he can't fuck. sit still. He slams the computer. Like, I was trying to, like, ease him in. And it was today was mostly for the parents. So I was like, all right, you sit here with me and just look at it. He's like, ah, fuck, no, no, no. And just fucking sprinted out of there and went upstairs. I was like, How's ah, he preschool? Well. Does he go crazy? No, because he's there. He's around people. He listens, but like, he doesn't pay attention. Like, he did, like if the teacher's like, if they start singing, he's like, I fuck that. I'm going in the corner and I'm like, play with Legos. He doesn't interact like that. Yeah. So, like, like he's not going to sit there and watch a teacher, like, no. teach him. Like, no, if no. he was there, he'd be like, listening and be quiet. But if he's not there, he's just going to be like, fucking, what am I doing here? Like, let's go play a game. They need a classroom for these kids. It's stupid as hell. Like, I literally should have left him in preschool and just fucking yeah. put him in first grade next year. Yeah, who cares? It's fucking stupid. I'll tell you why. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go right off the bat. You already know about my cheap jeans. Yeah. We already went through that with the celery. That's how Belichick feels about the free agents. It is. Why pay for preschool when you can get the same thing for free? My wife's just going to be a teacher. 
and she's going to be paid by the state. I'm going to Google. I'm going to fucking charge the state. I'm going to charge the state a teacher's salary for my wife because she has to teach my son how to be in kindergarten. Here's what I was thinking. A lot of schools are making the kids go every other day. So, like, some kids go two days a week and some go three and then they switch. No. Why don't teachers I just think start two- working Saturdays? Because they don't want to work Monday through Friday. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> why don't we just make them work? Why do they want to like, work on Saturday? Everyone else has to work a lot. Why don't they work a lot? They work six, seven hours a day. It's not even a 40-hour work week. It's, I don't know when they work. I don't know. My, my next-door neighbor is a teacher. He, he seems to go to work. I don't know. He, he works at a vocational school, so they're not really learning anything over there. No, he's not even pretending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just go, put your hand in there. See if there's shit in the toilet. If there's not, then you're good. Yeah. Flush it. Uh, uh, who knows? I don't know. I, teachers seem to go to work. They hate, they hate work, it seems like. Some of them like it. I just think they so, have all that summertime off. Why don't they just have to work Saturdays, I just think they too? Should, yeah, they should work Saturdays and Sundays also, all day. <laughs> and the special education teachers are the only ones that should get paid. I think the other ones should get paid minimum wage with uh, tips, if they're good. <laughs> That's what teachers <laughs> yeah. should get paid. That's and, then they, and then special education teachers get paid 150 grand a year, and they, they're the ones that do anything. The other teachers get just tips, if you're good. Yeah, I mean, if you're a science teacher in sixth grade, what's really going on? Like, oh, plants, they get sun. All, All right. right chloroform. Chlorophyll, yeah. not chloroform. That was, what I used in, that was what I used in college to get girlfriends. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, fucking, it just seems like an absolute waste of time at this point. Speaking of a waste of time, are the Patriots even going to play this weekend? Why? Why wouldn't they? There's rumors that the fires are mess up the game. It's not in Seattle, is it? I don't know. I'm hearing things. I don't like other ones. We talked about this live. Why is the West Coast always burning? Stop it. Isn't like... Seattle, doesn't it rain every day? Isn't that like the, what it's about? Usually. Yeah. yeah. I think something's off. Yeah. I know San Francisco had an issue, right? It was like just orange, whatever. Like, but they played last week, so I can't imagine it's going to be that. I mean. Where did they play? Who did they play? Seattle. I mean, San Francisco played somebody. I mean, they lost to oh, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, they played at home, right? At home, too. Yeah. Ah, so they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. They're going to play in Seattle. And there's going to be no fans. It's going to be electric. And fucking Sunday night football, Cam Newton's gonna walk in there. He's gonna be fired up. Fired the fuck up. Friday, Sunday night, under the lights, nothing better. This is gonna be a good game. I mean, Russ is just obviously Russ. He's just the most consistent, such a beast. Yeah, he's gonna be a free agent soon. How good would that be if like Cam wanted too much money? If Belichick just paid Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson got paid a shit ton too. Yeah, but that was like four years ago. Yeah, think about it. I mean, he's almost. He's got to be up for a contract pretty soon. Who else? So, is their defense supposed to be good? I know they have a nah, lot of young cornerbacks. They're supposed to get a new Legion boom, but they're not. No, they're not. they got Jamal Adams now. Yeah, he's good. Uh, they give. I mean, they give up a shitload of yards to fucking the Falcons. I think what's his name? Calvin Ridley had like 180 yards and two touchdowns. But they're also stacked. Um, yeah, he signed a four-year extension a few years ago. So, let's see. Let us see how much longer old Russell has. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I always think I don't expect them to win this week, but I mean, I, I want to see them compete. He's the same age as Cam Newton. Um, Russell Wilson. Yep. So Jeez. he's got after next year, he has uh, all his guarantees are out. He's, he won't be cut, but I'm just saying. Uh, so he's got he's under contract to 2023. So I mean, but after next year, his guarantees are over, so he could just leave the team. So, whatever. That's not going to happen. But 
I mean, you could get him at age 35 if you wanted to. That'd be sweet. I don't know. They're the same age, which is insane. Russell Wilson and Cam. That's weird. I would never guess that. No. Cam must have came in the league a bunch of years before him because uh, Russell Wilson pay, played five, right? Because he transferred. He transferred from uh, North Carolina State to Wisconsin. Yeah. And Cam was in 17 colleges, so who knows? Cam must have went f- four years to college. I mean, he went to Florida. Then he went to junior college. And then, then he, he won went the to Heisman. Auburn, won the Heisman. And I think he was considered a junior, right? So he didn't have to sit out a year, so that must have been his junior year. So maybe he didn't. Maybe he only went three years. And then and Russell Wilson went two, two more. So he probably came in the league two years later. I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens. I just really want him to compete this year, this week. Um, Russell Wilson is probably going to tear him up. I would expect. You think Russell Wilson's going to tear this defense up? I don't think there's yeah. any quarterback that can tear this defense up. I don't, I don't think they're going to get shredded. But, I mean, let's face it here. Let's face the facts. Russell Wilson's going to put up 27, 28 points. I don't know. You don't think so? At no. home. He got 38 against the Falcons last week against a team who's literally built like the Seattle Seahawks. They were literally built in their image. No coach knows each other more than Dan Quinn and uh, what's his face? Pete Carroll. He was his defensive coordinator that built the Legion of Boom. And now he goes and put up 38 in Atlanta. And now it's going to be Patriots defense. Patriots defense is good. They have the best secondary in the NFL, easily. But they have, they have the best. The most I think they might have the best secondary ever. and the second best secondary in the NFL. They could know. split their secondary in half and probably be a top 10. Top 10 on both. What do you mean? Like take Gilmore off the field? Like Gilmore on one team, JC Jackson on another, McCordy, Phillips, all the way down the line, yeah. Joquan Williams, Terrence Brooks. We could keep going. Probably, and I think they could have the two of the best secondaries. Problem I have with uh, Jonathan Williams, they're just they're pretty fucking stacked all the way through. Jones. And I, I mean, their wide receivers are what DK Metcalf. He'll get he can't run anywhere but straight. So he's JC Jackson bait all day with fu- with a safety. I mean, I I'd be surprised if DK Metcalf has thirty and yards. Big and I would. There might be two interceptions this game if you're gonna try and throw one up to him. JC Jackson anybody catches throw a those more, more accurate. Deep ball than Russell Wilson. Yeah, that is a problem. It's, I mean, it's going to be Devin McCourty and J.C. Jackson covering D.K. Metcalf. And then, I mean, probably like an inside guy covering fucking uh, Tyler Lockett. And then they got Philip Dorsett, which, like, what's he going to do, right? We're, I'm telling you, we're not going to let up points to this team. Of course they will. Because they're going to, they still have a running back, and the Patriots have zero uh, run defense. I can't imagine. I don't know. I They're going to score. At least 20, okay? I have a – well, I'll go first. I'll give you my prediction. You want Give me a prediction right now. Patriots that. 24, Seattle 23. You think they're going to win? I think they're going to win. Everyone's writing this game off. I'm not writing it off. I just think it's too early to go against a powerhouse, like, potential Super Bowl contender. I don't think they made the playoffs last year. Yes, they did. Did they? Of course they did. They went to the uh, – they lost the divisional game to somebody. First round? Boom, out. Well, I think they went to the second round. I don't know. I think they did. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I'm not going to give a prediction yet, but I don't – the problem I have with this offense right now, and it's just starting. Trust me. I know that it's just starting, and it was game one, and it was against the Dolphins, and they're getting used to it, and they had a fumble and a missed field goal. So they would have had 31 points. You know what I mean? They would have had 31 if, if this was last year. If fucking Nikhil didn't fumble and fucking he missed the field goal, whatever. But – 
I it's so difficult for me to envision this team. Like with Brady, you knew you could score like fucking like that, like snap, snap of a finger. You'd just be like Brady would go sit back, you know, maybe four or five passes. You're fucking in the end zone or two passes. You're in field goal range. Like this offense isn't built like that. So it's defense and running the whole time. You just got to be low scoring every game. If the, a team scores, you know, if I, I if we get down ten, I don't know how we could ever come back. That is a good point. I just think they can control the game so much, so it it doesn't let other teams get in rhythm. It's like the the Titans play that football, where it's like yeah. it never like you always feel like you should be beating them, but you're not. Yeah. Like it feels like you should be up by ten, but you're like you're up by three. It feels like you never have the ball because and they are just constantly they get first downs every time they're on the field, and then they get some three and outs and yeah, exactly. And then you're not on the field for an entire quarter. Like, exactly. Like basically how they lost to the Titans last year or the year before that. You know, what I mean, they just it's just ball control. It's how the Patriots used to play in the early 2000s. Yeah, just run the ball, get little dump offs for first downs, just drive the field. It's how Baltimore plays. Yeah, score touchdowns. I mean, I Baltimore guess Baltimore plays the same way. Apparently, the NFL is just changing to fucking high school football now. No, we don't throw anymore. It's because they, they roll out these safeties as linebackers, right and now. then they're like, all right, well, if that's what you want to do. And just run right do. Exactly. And, and that's what the Patriots did for some stupid reason. Now we have no linebackers, and we got Adrian Phillips playing uh, linebacker. Phillips looked good. He had an well, interception. Played, yeah. But, I mean, like, what happens if we have to, have to play fucking Tennessee? What are they going to do? And they basically dare teams to run. Yeah, pretty and, much And they just them. have – Four down linemen and fucking rookie linebackers and, you know, yeah, Jawan Bentley, and that's your defense. Like, who's coming down from the secondary to help? I'll tell you who I do like is Anthony. I didn't notice him at all in the game. He made the goal line tackle. They rolled him out on goal line. He had a nice stick. Did he? Oh, yeah. I love it. I don't know. I didn't notice it. I, I noticed Chase Winovich a lot in this game. He looked like a stud. He looked real good. I mean, if he could get the – like, he's legit. He's got star power. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a major, like, Clay Matthews vibes to him. And I'm not talking just because of his hair. I think his play style is very similar. Like, he's just fat, like, relentless. He's got he's like J.J. Watt, except for Even smaller. Even when he was a rookie, for some reason, like, he just got talked about a lot. He's just always around the ball. Yeah. He's just always, like, he, he blasts through the line. I think he had three straight tackles on, like, the first first drive or something. He, like, like one yard, two yards, and, like, a gain, like a loss a yard, loss of two yards or something. It was just, a, like, a... He's just a menace. He never stops running. He's a perfect patriot. Sets yeah. the edge. Yeah, he does like the, they just the real problem is right, it's still inside linebacker, which I feel like yeah. you can figure that out. It almost seems like running back to me where like linebackers just kind of show up. Bill Belichick's the only guy that like still like loves a dick butkus type like yeah. player. Like he's like, give me the fattest, fucking biggest, meanest motherfucker you can find. And uh, I think Martellus Bennett uh, said it the best. He's like, when he was talking about the Chicago Bears being a bunch of bitches when he was on the team, he's like, we had a bunch of bitches. We had linebackers eating with forks and knives. We don't need linebackers eating with forks and knives. I want linebackers to eat with their hands. <laughs> that, was the, that was the best way that anyone's ever explained a football player. Yeah. I want them eating with their hands. He does have a way with words, Marty B. Oh, that is good. Um, but I don't know. I'm excited. I'm just, I just don't. Like, if this team ever gets down... I just don't know if we could ever come back. It's just it's just a too slow of a football game that they play, and yeah, and Julie, I mean, and and uh, it's just different. You just got to get used to it because, like, I feel like they can chunk yards though when their play actions going. Guys are wide open everywhere. I didn't see like 
he had a couple like quick slants that he threw that were like guys were covered, but like every throw to Edelman, he was open by twenty yards. Nikhil was wide open. Nikhil was. When was Nikhil open? His two of his catches, right? I don't think so. I know one. One was a comeback. He was open. Yeah. One one was a comeback. He was open. One. By the way, we should talk about the fact that he got knocked over by a strong gust of wind on one fucking play. What was that about? I think I tweeted like I'm scared that Nikhil Harry might be a pussy. Like he was. What is he? Six three. 220 yeah. and full head of steam. I know it looked like he was like about to make a cut, but like there's no way a guy dead stopped five nine cornerback should stop you in your tracks. Like basically, like he was a Mack truck and he you were on a scooter. Him. You know what I mean? I just it, it, it was an awkward thing that happened, but it looked like he just got blown up. Like there's no way that should happen. When when he threw behind the line, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. right? And he ran full Build. speed and yeah. fucking got nothing. What happened there? Like I was like I was fucking very concerned about that. But you know he did his job. I think he's just gonna keep getting better and better. And Cam seems to like him. Throws it to him at least. Brady never did that. I think they're gonna be all right. I think they have like a good team. I feel better after last week, honestly. Like that Cam kind of knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like he seems to he seems to get the offense and he figured it out. Yeah, and I just don't think I think they're as good as. Any of the second tier teams, like yeah. I don't think they're gonna be. You think they could get hot? It looks like a team that could build for the playoffs and get hot. Yeah, but be like the four. They're gonna be like the four seed. Yeah, Which I don't see why Seattle. they couldn't win the Seattle's division. Seattle's the same thing. Seattle's not gonna win the division. They're gonna no. have eleven wins. Yeah, and we're gonna be the same thing. So that's why I think we can just beat get them. hot, play tough defense. I mean, they still got a top five defense in the league. Yeah, if you ask me. Turnovers. Are I up mean, the yin yin. yeah, and our coach should be able to win us a few games. So. Yeah, Belichick will get him three. I mean, Cam stays Cam, stays healthy. I don't see why not. I just you got to stay in. You got to play from front. You got to be the bully. And I like that the Patriots are playing bully football again, I running up it, people's faces. Yeah, I you think know what it mean? makes it easier to not have a bad game if you run. Yeah, because it, you can't just, make. There's no chance for mistakes. Like little dumb rollouts where you throw like three yard passes. You yeah. don't have to take any chances. So it's like they're, they're going to be pretty consistent yeah, all year. If your defense plays consistent for the whole season, and your run which game, is hard to do, but like if you play consistent for most of the season, uh I don't see why not. You could run on anybody. No one's going to stop your run game. You're going to have 150 yards rushing every game. They better run. If they don't rush for 150 yards a game, they're going to they're going to lose by 30. Yeah, we'll get smoked. If yeah, the right. run game if you can shut down the run game, it's We're gonna, fucking done. it's going to come to a halt gonna, real quick. Yeah. Exactly, because we're not going to be able to throw that much. Like, when they play Kansas City, I think they're going to lose by 20. But, you know, that's in 10, you know, in like three weeks or whatever. They're going to go to Kansas City. It's coming. They're going to lose. I think they're going to lose that game by probably at least double digits. Yeah. But, you know, just because. Tyreek Hill is so frustrating. Like, they're so fast. And they, it's they get out of nowhere. It's like he won't do anything, won't do anything, won't do anything. 70-yard touchdown. Yeah. Boom, real quick. And never see easy. him. Never see him. Punches his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach and then scores a touchdown. Yeah, was like, oh, but he scored a touchdown. It's fine. No yeah. big deal. Fucking let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> I hate that fucking guy. I got unblocked by the guy that blocked me, by the way, that I, can, I oh, talked to you about. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, I don't know, maybe listen to the pod. Hi, how you doing, if, if that's you? Um, but anyway, he unblocked me. Maybe maybe he heard that I was a good boy and I have a big heart. Um, so what what's your prediction this week? You don't think you're going to uh, win? No, I don't think they're going to win. They're four-point underdogs. I think they're going to lose this week, and I don't pick them to lose very often, although this is a very different year. I think, I think Cam is just still learning, um, and it's just going gonna, gonna to take a little bit more time. Like he's, gotta, he's got 
And this is a fucked up week. Belichick's mom died yesterday. Like, that's three coaches that have to, like, do something. Like, go to a wake, funeral, something. Like, mourn their dead mom and grandmother. Um, you know, I know Cam's learning and McDaniels is helping and all this shit. Uh, but there was, you know, Edel- I mean, Edelman and Harry won the injury report today. I mean, what's left? Like, you got nothing left. So it's like. They're fine. I just think, I think they're going to lose. Call it 28 to 17. I think they're going to lose. But, Ooh, and a kind of a beating. No, I wouldn't say it's a beating. I say that they're going to. It's just, it's Russell Wilson just has con- complete control of the offense. And I think that they'll score just like, you know, they'll score. It'll be tight. And then, you know, and then they'll open up like a 10 point lead. And the Patriots will just be running. You know what I mean? It'll be like it'll be like twenty-one to fucking eleven or something. And then the Patriots will run and score a touchdown. And be like, oh shit, it's twenty-one to eighteen. And then and then Russell Wilson will score a quick touchdown. and The game will be over. You know what I mean? All I just, right. I think it's gonna be like twenty-eight eighteen. I was pretty close last week, by the way. What I have eighteen fourteen was twenty-one to eleven. It's pretty good. Yeah. What did I had? Thirty-one. Yeah, you were way seventeen. Which you would have been right on 31 yeah. if uh, fucking Harry went in and they kicked the field goal. That's it. I had it. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, this is sponsored by Kowloon and YouTube TV. Cut the cord, folks. It's not worth it. Save yourself 50 bucks a month. Um, go get some Saugus wings down to Kowloon. Tell them Tony sent you. Tell Andy Wong what's up. Uh, also, got a lot of good listens last week. A lot of emails. Some fucking guy. I, I don't know who it is, but signed up MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com to a horrendous listserv, and I've just been getting the worst junk email in my fucking life. I swear to God, it's like a fucking machine gun of junk mail. I've never gotten a junk mail before in my, on, that, on this website. Just so someone just put you? my email on some fucking mailing list of death, uh. and now I get a fucking a survey every second. <laughs> I go on there. I'm like, what are all these emails? This is I more like emails this than I ever got. I, I fucking asshole. Is, I Whoever it is is an asshole. Uh, I hope he dies a horrible death. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good trick, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, miserable. Email MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Brady Disciple on Twitter, where you can find all my great tweets, including my Gronk tweet that went viral last week. Uh, at maybe it's Tyler, right? Oh yeah, there it is. Yes. Um, and I mean, I guess that's it. But definitely tell your friends, subscribe to the podcast, retweet it. Let us, uh, you know, help us out here. We're getting bigger and bigger each week, each year. Definitely the uh, the best. I think I'm gonna rebrand us as more of a tailgate talk. Does it feel more like a, like we don't talk. We talk a lot of Patriots, but it's really like we're sitting at the tailgate just bullshit and having some beers. And it just depends. Ourselves. Some weeks you can't break them down. Yeah, like what are we talking about? I mean, I'm not like we're not X's and O's guys. You know what I mean? We don't, we're just not X's and O's guys. We just we'd like to talk and we like to have a good time and and, and uh, talk some shit. And that's all this podcast is tail tailgate talk. Like you and your boys getting hammered and playing some cornhole. Old TT. Yeah, whatever. Until then, go Sachems. Go Patriots. Let's go. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. Your honor. Your kids are honor. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. Warner goes back to throw and here's the play.
Credit Card Bill.